Hey everybody, Brian McCumber here with Tech Money Talks. I am really excited today because we have a very special guest on the podcast. We are fortunate to have Connor Shelafoncheck as a special guest on the show. And if you don't know who he is, then you're missing out big time because Connor went from being a broke gamer to producing an eight-figure multi-million dollar e-commerce business. Connor is a firm believer that success is a planned event and that everyone has the opportunity to create the life that they want if they can dream it and are willing to constantly try, fail, and try again. Connor continues to raise the bar and he's been keeping it real. This brother's been keeping it real the whole time. If you're interested in starting an online business to make extra money, you better save this episode in your back pocket and listen to it over and over again because the stories and the tips you're going to learn here will give you the opportunity to quickly launch your own business to help your wallet grow fat. Connor's biggest goal is to make a positive impact on as many people as possible. His commitment shows it through the success of his students and business relationships. Connor has a great story and some great things to share for those that are serious about succeeding in e-com. So stick around to the very end. You don't want to miss this episode. Connor is a busy guy and everyone's looking to get a piece of his time. And I'm so happy to have him on the show today. Connor, thanks for joining us, man. How's it going? Doing fantastic. Thank you. Thanks so much for having me as well. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. This is really great stuff. And I'm glad that we got introduced, you know, actually, you know, through uh, Corey and Rodney. I mean, I think we can even kick it off, you know, with with that story, because I think one of the, you know, really amazing things that you guys are putting together, which you guys are calling the the Kaizen Ecom House, which is basically like this, you know, mansion. I, I view it like you got like a mansion, you know, frat house where you just kind of like <laughs> brainstorming and putting things together. I think it's the most awesome thing. Um, I was wondering maybe if you can uh, uh, kind of, you know, share share a little bit about yeah. that and then, you know, even your background into e-commerce. Yeah, yeah, no, for sure. I uh, I met Rodney and Corey, uh, I think earlier this year, honestly, like time time just goes by so fast. You don't even know when, when you meet people and you just kind of click with them. It, it feels like you've kind of known them forever. Right. So, yeah, uh, we we met uh, through a friend and and I found out that they lived literally 20 minutes from my house. So, you know, immediately we went out to dinner, had some conversations and then we just kind of, we would start hanging out like every weekend, every Saturday. And we would just sit there in my living room or their, their living room with a whiteboard. And we would just talk about business and e-commerce and entrepreneurship and mindset and whatever. And it would go for like 16 hours. Like I'd, you know, I'd show up to their house at 10 o'clock in the morning and it would be 2 a.m. And we're still in the same, in the same spot, the whiteboard's full and, you know, the the (laughs) collaborative minds just kind of went this whole time. So we did that for, for, I don't know, maybe six months, five months, something like that. And one day I was just like, why aren't we living together? (laughs) Yeah. Like actually like the highlight of my week, so many weeks was just getting together with them and just collaborating and talking business and just seeing, you know, perspectives from different angles and, and really growing together as a group. So one day I was just like, you know, why, why, why haven't we moved in together? Like what could, if we, if we're getting this much value out of just one day a week, what would happen if we were in a house together seven days a week and from morning to night, all we did was talk business and work on business and mindset and helping each other grow and optimizing our lives. So that's where sort of the, the idea of Kaizen Ecom house came from. Uh, and as with anything, like the next day I was looking at houses cause I'm, you know, I'm a guy who just dives in. So are they. So <laughs> we just like, we, if you actually think about it, it's a little crazy cause it's people who just met 
like months, months earlier, now living in a house together and just doing everything together. And it's not like you live here, then you go work your nine to five and then come home. No, no. Like we're in our faces. We're in each other's faces 24 seven all day. So <laughs> it's, a, it's a crazy thing, but I mean, it's been phenomenal so far. So that's, that's kind of how that happened. That's awesome. And, and time frame wise, did, did that all happen like this year? So like, yeah. What, yeah. Yeah, it all happened this year. We met earlier this year, uh, from what I remember. Uh, and six months later, we're living in a in a mansion together. Wow, man, that's awesome. Yeah, I mean, just uh, really amazing. And I could picture it too. It's just like, you know, you get everybody, you know, you're together in the same wavelength and you're just, you know, yeah. just kind of putting thoughts. And like I said, you know, the whiteboard and all that stuff, I think it's just a really great thing uh, that you guys are doing, which is just so awesome. And uh, so, you know what, maybe for the audience, let's even take a step back and uh, maybe you can, uh, you know, share, share your journey as you, as you entered into uh, e-commerce and dropshipping. Yeah, for sure. I, I, it's funny because on, on paper, I've really only been in e-commerce for about five years, but historically, I actually, without realizing it, I was in the e-commerce space from, from 13 years old uh, and onwards, wow. I just didn't realize what I was doing at the time, which was basically I started playing video games and I would grind and I'd get, you know, virtual goods and gold and accounts and I would sell it. Uh, and then I was like, what if I could pay people in the game to get it for me and then sell it? So then it was kind of like, you know, almost almost like video game arbitrage. And then I made a website for it and I did all these other things. And I didn't know any better. It was just like kind of a cool thing that was happening. I didn't know I was learning marketing or, you know, sales or how to build a website or how to how to connect buyer and seller and all these other things, right? So I had no idea. Um what I was doing at the time, uh, essentially. So technically I've been in it since I was 13. Uh, but outside of that, uh, I'm a, I'm a, like the, about the most normal person you can think of. I didn't even, I didn't go to college. I didn't go to university. Uh, I grew up with a, uh, in a middle-class family, uh, slightly less than middle-class family, I played sports. I was homeschooled, uh, based on uh, society standards or what you'd say on paper. I have no business doing what I'm doing or, or having accomplished what I've accomplished as of yet. Right. That's why I'm such a firm believer that literally any person on the planet can, can find success in not only e-commerce, but anywhere in life, just because of the fact that if I could do it, like with nothing going for me, there's no reason why anybody else couldn't. Right. So that, uh, as I was growing awesome. up, I played sports, played, played football, uh, ended up getting horrendously addicted to video games in the process of <laughs> playing it to make money. Uh, it, it, it turned into a, uh, escape from, from the real world and the, the hardships of the real world world as I, as I grew older. Um, and then, uh, in the process of working, working two jobs and side hustling on on video games and Craigslist, flipping things on Craigslist, uh, I it was actually ironic that video games connected me to dropshipping and and Shopify because a friend of mine that I played video games with, uh, he was like, "Hey man, check this out! Like I'm making 200 bucks a day right now from college, just selling you know trendy clothing to people, uh, so I can play video games." So I actually got into <laughs> Shopify with the intention of if I could passively make, you know, 200 bucks a day, didn't have to work this other job, didn't have to do these other things. I could just play video games for the rest of my life. And because that's <laughs> what I thought I wanted to do at the time, right? That's what yeah. I thought was what was fulfilling to me. So video games connected me to uh, to drop shipping. And then I went down the rabbit hole and five years of, has gone by very quickly. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's awesome. And you maybe even paint that picture for the audience. So like, when you first decided to dive into it, like, you know, because a lot of people, you know, outside looking in, 
they they kind of view things as like a get rich quick scheme mm-hmm. or you know they hear this overnight success and some people you know some people are like scammers out there but like you know did you have to work for it or did it happen overnight or like paint that picture for the audience? oh yeah that, that's the one thing i always tell people is is there's no such thing as a get as a get rich quick scheme like it, it literally doesn't exist you cannot unless you literally win the lottery there is no way it's happening. And I th- that's what I thought going into it as well, right? Like my friend who told me is like, yeah, I'm making 200 bucks a day. It was super easy. Did all these other things. Little do I know that he has a background in marketing and he went to school for marketing and he, <laughs> he has all these other skills that he's been building for years that put him in the position to do that, right? So to me, it was like, really? I could just put a store up and run some ads and all of a sudden I'll be making 200 bucks a day. Uh, yeah, no, $30,000 later of my entire savings <laughs> down the drain trying to figure it out and, and you know, basically going, broke in the process. Uh, it, it's definitely not a get rich quick scheme. That's why, um, that's why I think mindset is, it plays such a, uh, an integral part of, I mean, anything related to, to entrepreneurship, not just e-commerce, right? So my first store failed miserably. My first 50 products failed miserably. My second store failed miserably. But the key was my, from, from my aspect, I, I, every single time I believed that as long as I was taking at least one little piece of information that was positive or beneficial or, or improving just a little bit in some way, then at some point in time, I can only fail so many times. Like there's, there's mm-hmm. gotta be a cap to how many times I can do it wrong before one thing clicks, especially if you're, you know, you're improving the way you do things every day. So in the process of failing what felt like infinitely <laughs> at that point in time, you know, eventually I just learned something that made me my first dollar and then the next $10 and then a hundred dollars and a thousand dollars. And, Every single time it came off of some sort of failure that I learned from. So definitely wasn't easy. I have been, it, it's a roller coaster of ups and downs. I've, I, I want to write a book on how to make and lose your first million dollars in a year because I've definitely <laughs> done that. <laughs> so, you know, but it's, it's worth it in the end because ultimately nothing else I would have done in life would have, would have brought this much uh, enjoyment and, and overall sort of happiness in life than doing your own thing for yourself and your own reasons. Yeah, yeah. I'm really glad that you touched on that. And, uh, and I even caught that like in doing the research and, and we'll, we'll talk about like the, the free course that you uh, were offering, but that's how I got a glimpse because you, you did a lot of, uh, you know, mindset about testing and, you know, not giving up and being persistent. And so I was wondering if you could, you know, share, elaborate more about that, you know, with the audience about, you know, what was your mindset like, you know, to continue to push forward, even if things didn't work and, you know, people have self-doubt and they quit too soon. So I was wondering if you could. uh, Yeah, absolutely. I I got a piece of advice. Actually, I've been given, I mean, I've been given so many pieces of advice, but this one always stands out to me because it was given to me. It was like that perfect moment where I knew I needed to do something different. And somebody just said something to me that really clicked. And that was, you can fail just as easily in a nine to five as you can working for yourself. Wow. That, that, that completely changed the way I looked at things because I, like that, I worked in a warehouse. I broke things. I dropped things. I didn't do my job as well as I could at some point in time. Every, it was a constant failure and improvement, failure and improvement, failure and improvement. And I was already going through it. So a lot of people, you know, they, they look at like dropshipping, e-commerce, entrepreneurship, whatever they want to go into, they look at it and, and the, the mindset is, well, what if I fail? Like, well, yeah, you're going to fail. But that's the whole point, because if you, you're not going to get better until you do, and you can either fail working a nine to five, which you will, you are guaranteed to fail working a nine to five too. You're going to get fired one day. You're going to do something wrong. You're going to screw up. 
The difference is you're failing and improving to pay somebody else's bills and fuel somebody else's dreams and passions, whereas you could be doing it for yourself, getting better for yourself, failing for yourself, and fueling, fueling your own dreams and passions. So that, that really, that, that uh, piece of advice that was given to me really, really uh, shifted the way that I looked at things because it's so true. Like you fail just as much working your nine to five. Failure is a part of life. Yeah, that's powerful for sure. And so hopefully the audience is capturing that. And then, so you know, maybe even describe that. So like, how did you, you know, one from learning and understanding that, but then how did you eventually, you know, figure out to be, you know, strategic about it, you know, testing strategically. So you're just not, you know, you know, throwing money away or, or like knowing when to, uh, when, when to move on and stuff like that. Yeah, I mean, it, it just came from a sort of process of doing it over and over and over and, and really getting to know the numbers and, and seeing patterns and uh, sort of seeing similar situations happen, happening as situations in the past. So there's there's an element of you just have to do it a lot to sort of get to that phase. Mm-hmm. Um, but but where the where the um, sort of optimization uh, ideas came from was was really an aspect of time and how much how little time we actually have. So to me, um, you have to be cold, hard, and only paying attention to the numbers and not getting emotionally invested in testing things because of the fact that you're literally running out of time in your life. Like, why are you spending another three days when you already have the answers on day one or day two based on the data that you have to, to kind of you know, hope that it's going gonna, it's gonna to turn into something, right? So you have to be really analytical for your own good and really cold to, for your own good because you're wasting your own time if you don't do that. So I, I tried to create a system that would allow me to get the answers to whether or not a product would work as quickly as possible because I didn't want to waste my own time because I wanted to find another winner as quick as possible because I know that at some point in time, I won't be alive. And had I wasted, you know, even a, an extra year doing things unnecessarily, then that would have been a waste of time. So optimization is, is really, really important for that. So that's, that's sort of why I tried to create that system to make it as, as quick and easy as possible. Yeah, that's powerful. And, uh, and I was wondering if maybe you can even uh, share that with the audience, you know, maybe talking about uh, the, the course uh, that you're offering. And then um, and it's a free course, which I think is really cool. And, you know, as a part of doing the research, I would say, I mean, quality, quality uh, course of everything that you covered, even related to the elements of testing and testing strategically and having the right mindset. That was more if you could share that with the audience. Yeah, no, absolutely. I, I basically, when I first got started, there was really a lack of resources. Uh, and sorry, I shouldn't say a lack of resources. There's a lot of, there's a ton of resources, but there wasn't, you didn't really know who to, who to listen to, what to pay attention to. One person would say one thing, somebody else would say another. So the whole, actually the, the original reason why I created the course was because I had so many friends and people who would reach out to me and ask me if I could teach them. And I just didn't have the time. So I was like, well, I have to make a course just so I can give it to people and say, when somebody asks me like, here you go, I don't have time to teach you. Sorry, but I have this material. So that's kind of where it started from right like just just the, the yeah. pure necessity to save my own time from having to answer questions uh, but as, as I, I grew and as the course grew and as the space grew uh, the one thing that I really realized was 
there's a lot of people who sell $2,000, $5,000, $10,000 courses that sell very basic information. Uh, and mm-hmm. to me, it, that, that, that wasn't a fair thing to do because I didn't want to sell somebody a $2,000 course for something that, that they didn't even know they wanted to stay in or, or be in, right? So a lot of people will go and buy a program and they're, they're in module two and they're like, this doesn't feel appealing at all. And I just spent $2,000 and I don't think I want to do this with my life or it doesn't seem interesting to me. So I just basically created this course to, to give people more than enough information to find success if they put the work in. Uh, and then at the yeah. same time, you know, it's free of charge. So if, if e-commerce isn't for you and it's not something that you want to do for the rest of your life, then it's fine. You can come in and leave and you haven't gained or lost anything because it was free at the end of the day. So that was sort of, you know, a part of my, part of my vision of positively impacting uh, a large portion of the planet. And the reason why I want to do that is because of another thing that somebody else told me, a lot of the things that I do come off of something that somebody says that sort of impacts the way I think. Uh, and that kind of, that came from basically uh, you don't know what good you actually do in the world when you help some, help somebody else. Like you have the immediate impact. So you have person who takes my course, finds success, maybe is able to quit their job, uh, do some of the things that they love. Awesome. That's your immediate, that's the immediate impact that you get from it. What you don't realize is 10 years later, that person, because of what, you know, you're able to teach them in dropshipping for free, creates a brand that goes on to positively impact a million people. And that wouldn't yeah. have happened if it didn't start from that one point, right? So it's like this, this idea that, you know, helping one person isn't where it ends. It can turn into something that goes global, right? Like somebody impacted somebody like Elon Musk or impacted somebody like Bill Gates or Jeff Bezos or whatever at some point in time in their life. And that impact spread globally because of that initial moment. So yeah, that's, uh, that's, that's sort of the driving force behind why I do it now, because it's just so much of a larger impact that actually happens than what you see in the, you know, in the immediate future. Yeah, that's powerful. And, you know, a a way of giving back and helping people. And it's uh, um, just like for all the right reasons, which I think is, is really awesome. It's a great thing what you're doing. And one, one of the aspects, so even, you know, related to the testing, even talk about that, which is like, you know, the, the, the way you treat it, like it, you know, it's a numbers game and not mm-hmm. getting emotionally a- attached to it. Uh, maybe, you know, share that with the audience as far yeah. as, you know, playing through that. Absolutely. Uh, I mean, obviously you need to have, you need to have a foundation, you need to have a plan, you need to have a strategy that you're doing first. Like you can't just go and throw any product at, at the wall and, and one of them will eventually make you money. You have to have a proven strategy behind it. Uh, but I, I do truly believe that there is, the, there's only so many times you can fail. And the quicker you can go through all of those failures, the, the quicker you're going to be able to succeed. That's, that's literally how it works. Like if it takes you a week to launch a product or a day to launch a product, you're still learning the same amount of information. The only difference is you're learning it quicker, right? So if you're willing to just push and fail and get better, push and fail and get better and do that as rapidly and quickly as possible, product after product, after a hundred products, one, I've never <laughs> seen somebody test a hundred products with the right strategy and not make money and not find success. But two, I've never seen somebody test 100 products and not get a million times better and faster at launching them and better at, stra- at, at analyzing and, and researching and building ads and writing copy. Like you just get so good so fast because the mentality is just try again as quick as possible, 
Whereas, you know, some people, myself included, would try a product and then I was like, oh, it didn't work. I'm going to, you know, kind of wait for three weeks and maybe look at something else. And, <laughs> and you know what I mean? Like you're just, you're just yeah. wasting time when the reality of the situation is you're just getting better every time you, you do it horribly. Every time you fail, you're just getting better. And, you know, if you throw a hundred bucks at testing every product profitably, it's, I mean, I don't want to say impossible, but it's pretty hard to spend $10,000 over the course of a year testing a hundred products and not get a positive ROI off of that just because there's 8 billion people on the planet and, and a large percentage of them want to shop online. There's, you know, $2 trillion plus that gets spent online in e-commerce yearly. It's a lot of money. Yeah. <laughs> there's a yeah. lot of, there's, there's a lot of people looking to buy products. So that's why I, uh, you know, like yeah. the, like the rapid fire testing approach because you just get good so fast. Yeah. Yeah. So hopefully the audience is catching that. There's like, you know, not only testing, but uh, what Connor's talking about, even testing rapidly. So it's just like, you know, don't waste your time when you could, you know, you could shorten it and just kind of get your numbers because eventually you're going to find that one that works for you. And, but it's a matter of going through it. So one is, you know, for the audience listening, taking action. Two is to do it, you know, quickly and then try not to get, you know, too distracted as, uh, as you're kind of going through things. Um, man, this is the just really awesome stuff for sure. And actually I was wondering if you could even speak about that, which is like the, uh, the Kaizen, uh, discord group that you guys yeah. have. Yeah, absolutely. Um, basically we created a, a free discord group. We've got, we've got Instagram. We're going to be launching a YouTube soon for free content. Uh, we've got a discord group. Uh, and basically the goal of this discord group is to, um, and I don't know how long we'll be able to keep up with it because there's more and more people joining, but we're trying. Uh, <laughs> but basically for anybody who has, you know, questions, uh, we can either answer it or direct you to, you know, the course, which will have the, the, the uh, answer to the questions in there, uh, content updates, etc. So we're trying to just create a community and the reason why we actually created the discord was because of this house and and not because you know we wanted to um create a discord to to sort of show off what we're doing but to really show that community is huge like mm -hmm. there's four of us in a house and and we collaborate and we talk and we we you know mastermind together and we grow so fast so a discord community uh, sort of being able to do the same thing, but virtually where we can have Q and A's where we can have people that collaborate, where we can have people that get into groups and do their own thing. That's how you grow exponentially because ultimately like your own, your own perspective on life is very, it's in a box. It's very much in a box. Uh, and there's a lot of problems that, that will take you a long time to solve. Whereas if you can go outside that box and network with other people, meet other people, be open to other ideas and other perspectives, your growth just accelerates. Like I, I yeah. feel like in this month that we've, we've only been here for a month, which is insane because I feel <laughs> wow. like I've done more in this last month and grown more and learned more in this last month than I have in like the last two years, purely off of the fact that we'll talk about something and then somebody else will say something from their own perspective. And I'm like, wow, I probably never would have thought of that as an idea or a solution, but their own unique perspective on life and entrepreneurship gave that to me. So that was the goal of the discord is to just create a community similar to this house that is able to learn and grow and collaborate uh, from each other and really gain exponential growth that wouldn't be, wouldn't normally happen on your own. Powerful. And uh, what, what's the way for, for the audience to find that group? So if you uh, uh, head over to Kaizen Ecom on Instagram, in our bio, uh, we have a link tree. 
and the discord is in that link tree as well as access to the free course everything that we have so very very simple yeah yeah Awesome. And we'll be sure to leave links in the show notes. And uh, I tell you, you know, and I saw in entering the the group that uh, Connor is very active in the group as well. So it's just like, I think it's really awesome. Like you said, you know, he started this a little bit over a month ago and now, you know, getting things off the ground. So I would say if you're listening, jump in while you can and, you know, <laughs> get value out of the course while you can. And then, you know, even get your questions and plug in. Because uh, I think it's a really great thing. And, you know, related to the Kaizen House, I think it's a really great thing what you guys are doing because you, you're you're putting together, uh, you're even sharing what you guys are working on uh, as you're there. So I was wondering if you could uh, share kind of the mission of what you guys are doing in the house and how you guys are sharing that information. Yeah, no, for sure. So our one of our ideas in this house was to sort of document um, a store from scratch that we that we build together using like the ex- literal exact strategy that is taught in the course. Like everything we're doing with this store, we're documenting. I mean, we went, we went from zero to over a thousand dollars a day. Now we're now we're pushing two thousand dollars a day. Within it's been like two weeks since we launched the store, and all we're doing is we're we're using the one-to-one, the exact strategy that is taught for free in the course. So we wanted to, <laughs> to document the store being built out and how quickly you can actually, you know, grow uh, and, and build a store, a dropshipping store, if you just put the work in. So, you know, we're shooting semi-daily right now. It's Right now it's kind of crazy because we're around Black Friday. So th- things are a little bit hectic, but we want to push out more, probably closer to more daily content uh, related to the store. We're basically documenting what we're doing when a problem happens. Like we had an issue with PayPal. They locked our account. So we documented, you know, my strategy that I've figured out over the years to get unlocked by PayPal very quickly. Uh, we're <laughs> documenting, you know, we're, we're, we're going to get into stuff like how to automate the business, how to hire employees, how to get a VA, how to scale, how to get into email marketing whatever it is, as we're sort of documenting it from day one and then teaching as we hit that stage in the business where somebody would have a question about that at some point in time. So eventually we will need a VA. So we're going to talk about what we did for it. Eventually we will need to do accounting or something. So we'll talk about how we, how we handled that, right? So it's just, it's meant to give people one, a whole lot of motivation because of the fact that we do we did it so quickly using the exact strategy that is being taught uh, and two yeah. it's it's meant to give people really just all of the insight and and help that they need to do it themselves as well uh, over the course uh, of us doing it so it's been a really cool project so far and again i can't believe it's only been literally just over two weeks now uh, since we started it which is insane i, I don't even i can't even imagine what it's going to be at the end of a year yeah no, I think that's awesome. And hopefully the audience is capturing that, which is just like, you know, you're you're given like a real like over the shoulder type of view yeah. as you guys are following the same steps of what you guys are teaching. And uh, and there's always hurdles and, you know, you know, nothing's ever perfect, but that's what business is all about. And showing that you guys are, you know, you know, getting, you know, getting results and reacting to the results and, uh and even with, with just what you highlighted, you know, is that, okay, you know, boom, now you're getting sales, but now, oh, you know, there's some challenges like, you know, PayPal, you know, locking your account or something like that, that those are real challenges that, uh, you know, that a person would go through as they're, as they're going through their e-com journey, yeah. 
basically, and you're given a glimpse uh, over the shoulder view on that, and then even a chance to you know bounce questions and talk about it in the Discord group. Um, I think it's really awesome what you guys are doing for sure. <laughs> I think it's a great thing. Yeah. So, um, so that's cool. So even on YouTube as well that you guys are, and is that called the Kaizen house as well? Yeah. The YouTube, uh, we don't have any content up on it as of yet. I think we're going to do more like monthly blog style, uh, on there, just more long form kind of overview stuff. I mean, we're, we're still learning. We're still adapting. We've, we've only been doing it for a month. So we're still, uh-huh. we're, we're, we're still trying to figure things out, so but ultimately the Instagram channel would be the, yeah, be In- the Instagram channel will definitely be the go-to cause we'll have the link tree on there. Uh, yeah. that will, that will have all of our, all of our resources in it. But, but yeah, I mean, we're just, we're trying to give, uh, a really unfiltered look at things. You you look at like Instagram in general nowadays, and it's like the Lamborghini, the mansion, the party, the whatever. That's what's that's what's constantly shown. Uh, but it's not the unfiltered stuff. Like we're gonna have terrible days. There's gonna be a terrible day at some point in time. Something's gonna happen, and we're gonna show it because that's that is yeah. really what entrepreneurship is all about. Reality. So we want people to truly see the reality of it, the ups, the downs, the hardships and, and the fun and, and the awesome side of things. Right. So yeah. it's, it's just a, from, from what I can tell anyway, a unique and unfiltered look at, at the lives of entrepreneurs. So we're super stoked to continue it. Yeah, no, that's awesome for sure, man. Yeah. So I'd say stay tuned with that. And so I would say one of the questions that, that I ask a lot of the feature guests um, because, you know, during these times, you know, there's a lot of people they've, you know, either been laid off, they're looking for other opportunities. It's a lot of people looking to, to enter into the e-commerce space. And, uh, so the question that I, that I ask is like, imagine you add like a couple thousand dollars to your name in these current times, but, and if you had to start all over again, but knowing what you know now, you know, what would you do to actually start making money and explain mm-hmm. why? Yeah, for sure. So the first thing I do, which is probably not your typical answer, is I would stop caring about what every other person on the planet thought about me, downgrade <laughs> my entire living situation to the absolute bare minimum, that just so I could put everything that I had into into myself and my business, because I know ultimately that it's going to bring me more ROI than anything else that I do. So I think a lot of people who are in that situation one of the big reasons why they can't push into e-commerce is because they're worried about what they're going to look like to their friends or their family or their living scenario, right? Like classic example is I didn't want to downgrade where I lived and I was spending too much and it wasn't, you know, it wasn't feasible. It was better for me to downgrade, but I didn't want to do it because I was worried about what my friends would think about me, right? So number one, above all, stop caring what anybody else thinks about you. Uh, it's, it's easier said than done for sure. Um, but if you can put yourself in a scenario where your bare necessities are covered and you can put, and you, can, you can truly go all in because you don't have anything to lose at this point in time, you don't have tons of bills that are unnecessary, then it's a lot easier uh, to constantly push. And it's a lot less scary to constantly push because you don't have that sort of big weight hanging over yourself. But outside of that, I mean, Number two, cash flow. You need cash flow. So for me, it was anything. It was playing video games, getting money from video games, flipping on Craigslist, flipping on eBay, just doing anything I could. Like you can go, Gary V does it all the time. He shows a video where he goes to a garage sale, picks up a bunch of stuff, resells it on, on eBay, Craigslist, whatever, makes money. Like there's a lot of opportunities like that uh, to generate cash flow. You, you have to have cash flow. Business cannot 
Uh, you can't be successful in business without cash flow, without constantly having some form of income. So maybe a nine to five isn't feasible just because of the, the world right now and, and the way it's working. But there's something. You could be a VA. You could learn how to, how to have graphics. Everybody has skills. Everybody yeah. has a skill that they can leverage. It might be, you know, marketing or sales or graphic design or video editing or whatever. Take that skill, turn it into something that makes you money. That way you can generate cash flow. So you can start consistently testing if you want to go into e-commerce, consistently doing whatever. You need cash flow. You're not gonna, you're not gonna do anything successfully without having cash flow. So if you're stuck with only three thousand dollars in the bank, start making more money somehow, leveraging some sort of a skill. Very, very great stuff uh, for sure. And a great point about cash flow uh, to use it for a reason, um, which is awesome. So say even related to, so I see people that uh, in drop shipping, they either have like a general store approach or a niche store or like a single product store. Um, what's been like the approach that, that, that you recommend? So I've done it all. I've had the single product, the general and the niche store. Um, for me now, again, it comes back to time. Um, yeah. So I, I believe niche stores and single product stores, they convert better. Uh, they have more scalability. The problem with them, especially for somebody who's new, is they're very time consuming uh, and they cost a lot more money. So my strategy, especially for new people, again, create a general store and just to test products. And the reason why I suggest this is because it's one store, it's one domain. You don't have to register another store. You don't have to buy another domain. You don't need a new logo. You can just test products as quickly and efficiently as possible on this one store. And general stores are perfectly fine. The store that we that we launched for this house, brand new general store, brand new domain, brand new pixel, brand new ad account, everything is brand new. So it's very, very doable. Uh, and you just test as fast as you can. And then once you get to a point where you find a product that's working, that's when then you can take that product and put it onto a niche store or a one product store because it's already previously proven as opposed to constantly creating a new one, which takes time, constantly buying new domains, logos, et cetera, which take time and money. It allows you to be as efficient and quick as possible, which ultimately you need to do because if you test product, the faster you can test products, the faster you're going to find that winner, right? So yeah. that's, my, that's my strategy. That's what I highly recommend to anybody who's uh, especially newer in the space. Yeah. No, really good stuff. And you know, one question that, that came to mind, and I see this happen to, to people every so often, and I think it's kind of important um, where um, they, they like lose their, their Facebook a advertising account. You know, they get, they get locked. And I see people that fall in, into that, into, into trouble where they lose it, and now they can't do anything, and they're trying mm -hmm. to figure out how to advertise um, what should a person do if they're falling into that? So first off, um, Facebook fortunately has gotten a lot better, <laughs> uh, back in, back in the day when you get it disabled, man, it, it sometimes it would take me a month before they would respond. They didn't even have live support back then. Now they have live support. They answer, answer things pretty fast. So uh, mm -hmm. obviously, I mean, appealing is your, is your first step. Um, but if you if you do find yourself in a scenario where uh, you're completely restricted, you're completely banned, you there's no way you're getting that appeal done. Work with a friend, use a friend's account, use a family member's account, buy another account. Like to me, losing my Facebook never ever stopped me. Whether it was a disable or restriction or whatever, it, it would never stop me. As much as it was a frustrating uh, and and annoying situation, and sometimes 
extremely aggravating because you didn't actually do anything wrong and they physically told you you're fine, but for some reason our system won't let us unban you, which happens all the time. It's never <laughs> going to stop me. So if you look at it, if you look at that with the same mentality as everything else, which is just keep going and just find another way there, yeah. there is, there's infinite ways when I, you know, I've had Facebook accounts banned and the very first time it happened to me, I was like, this is it. I'm done. It's over. <laughs> and then, and then all of a sudden my friend was like, well, you can just use mine. I was like, what? That's an option. You know, I can, I, there, there's alternatives. Like yeah. there's, there's always another option. Right. So, and, yeah. and if for some reason you can't get another Facebook account, go to Google. Google, Google marketing, YouTube marketing, Snapchat, Pinterest, like there's always another option. So if you look at that with, if you look at it with that mentality that you're just going to find another way, then you're, you're never going to run out of options. There's infinite options. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm glad, I'm glad that you, uh, mentioned that because, uh, yeah, I mean, it's something that seems to stop far too many people. And, uh, and I see people, you know, they just kind of, you know, give up at that point, but I mean, there's many things to do. Uh, just like you said, you know, leaning on friends, family, so many other opportunities, and then even other advertising uh, platforms as well. Um, have Have you done anything, you know, the growing, you know, with like Google Ads or like yeah. YouTube ads and stuff like yeah. that? Yeah, I've, I've, we're I'm I'm omnichannel, so I run on Google, I run on YouTube. I'm not mm-hmm. overly good at YouTube yet; it's a newer area, so it's something that I'm still I'm still learning and diving into. Um, but I have had a little bit of success with it. I've done Pinterest, Snapchat. Uh, I've done um, oh, what's it called native. Um, I've done just about every, I'm trying to get on TikTok right now to try TikTok. There's just, there's so much infinite opportunity, right? Um, the one, the one thing that I learned over time, uh, when it comes to, uh, failure or setbacks or barriers or anything like that. Uh, and this is probably my favorite thing, uh, or this is probably what makes setbacks my absolute favorite thing in the world why I actually love them now when I run into a terrible issue I absolutely love it and if if anybody can adopt this mentality then you are truly unstoppable um if you can approach the situation when you run into a problem with the mentality that this barrier right here is going to stop a large percentage of the planet from continuing then you win because every single time that a problem happens, you know it's going to happen to somebody else and that's going to make them quit. So every single barrier that you go through that you don't quit on eliminates a percentage of the population from competing with you every single time. And there's a point in time where you've gone through so many barriers that you're now at the top of the top because there's only so many people that can physically and mentally handle all of those barriers that you're just eliminating all the competition. So barriers to entry to me are, are now my favorite thing because I know that there's very few people competing with me at a certain stage. And the more I do it, the, the less people are going to be competing with me because it gets so hard. Very great mindset for sure. And powerful because, I mean, I think that's one of the things that uh, it gives you that competitive advantage. And just by having that mindset, it's not like anything changed, but but your your perception and mindset of the situation. And uh, I even say in circumstances is like, you know, being comfortable with being uncomfortable, you know, especially like if yep. there's, if there's things and people that are looking to get into the space and they're looking to learn, but uh, it seems uncomfortable, it seems, you know, new. For me, I'm like, you know, that's when I get excited. You know, if there's something that I don't know, I get excited because I'm about to learn something new. Yep. And then actually try to figure out how to make it work. 
And then, uh, you know, have the joy and fulfillment of like, you know, wow, okay, now this thing's working and it's selling and, and so on. Um, it leads me to the question is like, you know, how did you, how did you start to get, you know, gather more, you know, knowledge in that space of like, you know, having that, that mindset, uh, you know, towards business? A lot of that came down to uh, the people that I hung around with. Um, I noticed that uh, hanging out with a lot of people who are very negative would sort of always put you in that mindset because you were always, when somebody else had an excuse, you would look at your own situations with that same excuse like, oh, you know, I'm too tired or it's too, it's too early or I don't have enough money or I can't make it work. So the environment that you're in is really, really crucial uh, because when you're, when you're surrounded by people who, who have uh, the attitude the limit, a limitless attitude. That's literally like, yeah, go like, do it. You can do it. You have no, there's nothing that can hold you back if you just do it. Right. Like if, if you're always surrounded by those people, you can't help but to have that same mindset. Right. So <laughs> groups, communities, masterminds, you know, friends that are doing the same thing as you surround yourself with those people keep, keep those people close because those are the people that are going to, to elevate. You're going to elevate your, each other because you all have that mindset constantly. That's why I love this house so much because there's never a, there's never a no, like there's never a, that's too hard or that's too difficult or it's too early or I'm too tired. It's, it's never it. Like if, if, if somebody's like, you know, we're getting up at 7am to do a workout on a Saturday morning, there's not a no. It's like, okay, <laughs> will make yeah. it happen because that is just everybody's mindset here just elevates each other. Right. So environment I think is, is number one above all. Uh, and I think number two is, is the people that, that you look up to um, depending on, on their, uh, their mindset on things. For me, like I would go to the gym and I just listen to Arnold Schwarzenegger. I would listen to Will Smith talk. I would listen to Matthew McConaughey talk. I would just listen to anybody and everybody that is, that is in a position that I would, trade, uh, trade positions with basically and listen to the mindset that they have. So, and you always, you always hear like little nuggets from them that are really, that really resonate with your situation. So maybe not everything that they talk about will resonate, but there will be one or two things here and there. Uh, so li listening to people that you look up to constantly and how they talk and what they do and, and what they teach, uh, really, really helped me with that. Will Smith was a huge one for me. His, his, uh, his treadmill mentality was like, yeah, yeah the the biggest one like i'm either i i'm either going i'm either going to beat you or i'm going to die trying like that yeah. mentality is i as soon as i heard that i adopted that mentality like it's it's literally it <laughs> i cannot lose because i'm either going to win or i'm going to die there's no in between right yeah. so yeah definitely definitely choose your uh choose who you look up to wisely <laughs> yeah yeah no for sure and i'm glad that you touched on that for sure cuz uh I even uh, I even have like my own playlist of things even during my workouts and mm -hmm. that Will Smith one is is uh, is one of them for sure just to get, keep myself in the right mindset. Um, powerful stuff. So uh, it even brings up the uh, question. So what does a day in your life look like now? I was wondering if you could take <laughs> that picture. So much different now. So much different than it was before. One another one of our huge goals here was to optimize our lives as much as possible and really use our time as efficiently as possible. So we're on a, a very very uh, I'd say strict schedule now, which is only getting more and more strict. But for me, uh, basically, 
I wake up early. Uh, I'll, I'll do a little bit of uh, meditation, 15 to 20 minutes. Uh, and then it'll be downstairs into the gym for, for an hour to an hour and a half. We have a trainer uh, who comes over who actually just moved in with us now. So we have a trainer uh, who, who's living with us. That's awesome. Uh, so yeah, so we'll, we'll, uh, we'll do a quick workout in the morning. Um, workouts done, take some supplements, have a shower, back downstairs. Uh, and then I have meetings starting at 10 a.m. Uh, 10 a.m. to to around noonish, and then around noon, we'll uh, we'll all have lunch together. We'll strategize while we have lunch. So, like every second of our day is is just trying to to be used as efficiently as possible. So here we're having lunch. We have we have for us basically so we don't cook we have it all prepped we don't have to clean anything because it's all boxed properly so we just heat it up uh and we eat and and over that conversation the same time you would spend 30 45 minutes cooking we're eating and we're collaborating we're talking about business ideas new ideas for content strategies for content what we're going to do with the store so even over our lunch we're still gaining something beneficial right and then afternoon comes usually we do some content in the afternoon that we we planned over lunch kind of thing depending on who's uh who's taking up the content for that day whoever had the idea or or wants to do it um and then and then it's just regular tasks for me so going through ad accounts uh shooting more course content researching more course content um and then usually around five o'clock ish six o'clock ish we'll have another dinner strategy session so Go and have dinner. Same thing. We'll chat for an hour. We'll we'll strategize for an hour, and then and then after that, we we take some time to relax. We'll watch a movie. We'll uh, watch a documentary, something like that. Even when we're 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 relaxing, we're watching something that's beneficial, like a documentary <laughs> on, you know, money or or uh, government or or business or you know, a CEO talking about something. So it's the whole goal was to just optimize our day as much as possible because you know if if. Elon Musk can have 24 hours in a day and do what he's done. There's no reason why we can't do the same. It's just about cutting yeah. out the wasted time um, that, that, that so many people have. Um, cut it, you cut all that out and there's nothing you can do but grow, <laughs> really. Yeah, yeah, definitely. You guys are going to reap the rewards of that for sure. And during these times, because I mean... Now it seems like, you know, the world's going through like this, you know, second wave of, of COVID and uh, um, maybe even touch on that. Like how, how have you seen things, you know, change in, in e-commerce, you know, when oh, yeah. things first hit and then, and then now where do you see things going as we're approaching Black Friday and Christmas? Yeah, the world is, is forever changed by this basically by the, by this yeah. scenario i mean you just look at like amazon for example jeff bezos growing by i think it was 80 billion or 100 billion dollars in net worth uh over the 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 first covid spike that basically shut the world down for for a period of time um people and this is to me this is the most interesting part is a, is a massive percentage of the population who would not shop online or had never shopped online before were forced to start shopping online and yeah. what they realized was it wasn't as scary as they thought it was that was the realization is it opened up the e-commerce world to so many people who were so dead set against it i mean my parents didn't shop on like a lot of parents grandparents friends, parents, they wouldn't shop online because it was just not something that they were used to. They would go to a mall, they would get their shirts and, and all these other things from the mall. And all of a sudden you had to order groceries. You had to order, you know, clothing, you had to order laundry detergent, whatever. And it's so convenient. They're like, wow, I'm saving so much time by ordering all these things. Why was I never doing this before? Well, you just didn't understand. Right. So yeah. the e-commerce space, 
I know, I think it was back in April and May, uh, Shopify was recording Black Friday levels of traffic every single day of the week during yeah. those months. So you have this, this crazy holiday at the end of the year that does insane sales and our sales just went through the roof. Like we had stores that went from two, $3,000 a day to $20,000 a day off of barely doing anything different just because the, the, the buyer's intent and the traffic was so much higher. So this um, pandemic, this virus has completely changed the e-commerce world. I was, I was, I was remember I was looking at a stat the other day uh, or the other week Black Friday um, this year for e-commerce is actually for the first time going to sur- surpass Black Friday in retail, which is a, really a, a historical moment because forever up until this year, well, which we'll see obviously once the numbers hit, but forever retail, uh, Black, Black Friday for retail was always the biggest thing, but it actually might shift to e-commerce this year. And if that's the case, then who knows what's going to happen next year and beyond. It was actually projected to happen next year, but that was before the, uh, before the virus hit. So it's an insane, an insane world right now. And there's so much money. And I truly believe that the space is completely unsaturated. Everybody thinks it's saturated, but I think there's just infinite opportunity in it. And it's only going to get harder. I look at what I was doing five years ago and I thought it was really hard then. Now it's like, wow, it's, it's so much harder to be competitive now. Back then you could launch an ad and, and most of the time it would at least get sales. Whereas now it's, you have to be really do a lot of research and stuff. So get in as quick as you can, because it's only going to get tougher. Yeah. Yeah. No. Wow. I'm, I'm really glad that you mentioned the stats on that and, um, and just describing the, the, the change of what, you know, what's happening here. And, um, I would say, you know, what, what would you say, um, as far as like, would you agree that like, it's never been a better time for someone to actually start getting in now because, even though there's been a history of e-commerce as things have been growing, but now what you just described is just like now it's gone mainstream because people have been sort of forced into this and now it's going to become habit. And, uh, and we feel like it's just the beginning. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, just, just look at every retail space right now. Every one of those will eventually be replaced by e-commerce eventually. 20 years from now, 10 years from now, 30, I don't know how long, but eventually because it's more efficient, you can't have an industry that is more efficient, not replace something that is less efficient. It's just not, it's not logical. Efficiency always wins. So e-commerce 10 years from now, I don't even, I I can't even imagine what (laughs) e-commerce is going to look like 10 years from now, if this is what it is right now. And for me, I've, I've always said the best time to get started is yesterday. So the second best time to get started is today. If you didn't, if you aren't, if you're not already in it, then today's the next best, the next best day to get into it. It's only going to get harder and there's yeah. only going to be more people in it. There's only going to be more competition. There are 6 million advertisers on Facebook this year, 6 million advertisers. That's a lot of people running ads on Facebook. That was, I, I don't know the number was five years ago, but I definitely wasn't anywhere near 6 million. So best time to get started was yesterday. Wow. Man, this is really great stuff. And I'm looking at a clock. I mean, I wish there's so many more things that I wish we could <laughs> talk about. And uh, but I want to be respectful of your time. But actually, I was wondering, is it cool to uh, bring you back? Maybe have you back on the show uh, yeah. down the road? Yeah, absolutely. Maybe uh, maybe uh, when we're uh, at the end of the the, the year of the Kaizen House or, or huh? the six month point. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we'll do something. Absolutely. I love uh, I love going in depth on things and. Yeah, that'd be awesome, man. And uh, yeah, I'll be on that Discord group as well. I'll try to be uh, active on there as well and help help chime in where I can. 
Um, but yeah, you dropped a lot of value today. And I would say for the audience, definitely plug in, you know, Connor's a real deal, Corey, Rodney, and everyone, what they're doing. I think, you know, everything that they put together here is literally, you know, over the past, you know, couple of months, it seems like. And, uh, and it's just an amazing thing. And, and it's amazing time to, to be a part of e-commerce. So I, I think it's a, a really good group to, to plug in, in with, um, for the audience listening. So, um, but yeah, this is awesome stuff. So I want to give you a chance to leave some closing remarks with the audience. So I'll let you take it away. Awesome. Yeah. The, the one thing that I always like to say, uh, is to remind, to remind every single person on the planet, whoever watches this, uh, is that you are, you are unique. You are unique. You are powerful. You are perfect exactly as you are. Uh, and never let anybody else tell you otherwise, because again, if, if somebody like me can, can do what I've done so far, uh, and, and really pursue passions and, and goals in my life, uh, and change my life with, with everything that I've done, every single person on the planet has the ability to do the same, right? The only thing that stops you, uh, is the mentality that is really borrowed from other people. It's not even, you know, you're not even born with, with the idea that you're not good enough or that you can accomplish something, right? You have to, you have to relearn it because society pushes that on you. But it's, that's a hundred percent the case. If you are willing to try and fail and, and, try again after you fail and you just do that infinitely and you understand that you're getting better and you understand that people, uh, that, that people can't go through some of the barriers that you're going through, which is what allows you to constantly grow and get better and eventually hit the success that you're looking for. If you're willing to have that mentality, then you can absolutely achieve anything that you want to achieve in your life, regardless of what it is. There's literally nothing too big at all. You want to go to the moon, you got to go to Mars, you, you can do that. Like people are literally doing that right now because they believe in themselves. So approach life with that mentality uh, and you can accomplish anything that you want. Powerful, Connor. Man, really glad to have you on the show, brother. Glad to be here. I, uh, that was a very good conversation. I enjoyed it. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Tech Money Talks podcast. It's officially sponsored by Spotify and Anchor FM. Be on the fast track to starting your own business. You can work with me personally. It's my dropship funnels done for you service. I work with you one-on-one to build your own store and get your very own sales fast in dropshipping. You can go to dropshipfunnels.com to find out more information.